Hi and welcome to Soulscape. I'm Jodie, the founder of Solstice, and today we are going to be talking about the lunar full moon eclipse that is happening on the 8th of November 2022. I'm here with Audrey. Hello. Hi. Yes, so this episode, our second episode of Soulscape, will be on the total lunar eclipse in 16 degrees Taurus on the 8th of November 2022 and here in the UK it's happening at 11 a.m so yeah does that mean we probably won't be able to see it or we will be able to this is what confused me because I tried Mm. to look this up because I was like are we going to be able to see it I don't think so because it's 11 a.m and so it's basically we're going to see the earth's shadow on the moon but because it's daylight I don't know if we'll be able to actually see the shadow Mm unsure <laughs> this is this is where Let i'm limited know, guys if you see it <laughs> exactly this is where i'm limited in my knowledge but yes as as you said it is a full moon at this time um all lunar eclipses will happen during the full moon all solar eclipses which happened two weeks ago will happen on a new moon do you have any revelations from the solar eclipse that happened in scorpio well, one thing that we both were saying when we we saw each other, was it, I think it was the day after, so the solar eclipse happened on the Tuesday. I think we were in on the Wednesday together. Thanks. So. And, um, or maybe the Thursday, no, Wednesday. And we both felt really weird. <laughs> um, really, like the whole thing was mm. foggy. Oh, Hank, so we're going to get a little delivery. Ooh, of... we have a delivery from B, <laughs> team member B. The lovely B has made us amazing matches and hot chocolates. <laughs> Thank you, B. Thank you so much. <laughs> Do you have anything to add to the podcast? Yeah. Um, my name's B. I'm a cancer. You're a cancer? Yeah. And we'd like to um, give a special shout out to all the beautiful cancers out there today. Goodbye. Lovely. Thanks, B. We love um, a watery cancer. <laughs> Thanks, B. Um, yeah, the um, the Wednesday after the solar eclipse, we both felt really well. I'll speak for me, and then, but we were comparing about how foggy I felt, and I just felt like I couldn't think, couldn't kind of work out what to do, what to say. It was just weird. It was like my whole head was in a, like a low fog, like a mist. A mist, a smoggy yeah. mist. Yeah. yeah. Like over like, the plane. Mm. Mm. Yeah, I felt the same. Uh, when you saw me, I was... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, honestly, I can barely actually remember that day because yeah. it was so intense. It was, I think I told you, it was like, I have so much I want to do, so many things on my list, but I could not figure out what to do first and every time I tried to do something a new thing popped up mm. and I would just try to jump to that and I'm not a multitasker <laughs> I know you're a Gemini you are talented at multitasking I'm a Taurus we have to take <laughs> one thing at a time which actually does lead on to this this moon is in Taurus mm. so I do have a bit of insight into the Taurus vibes of yeah, the what are the ta- yeah I don't actually I don't, I can't remember the Taurus, what the Taurus. So it's an earth sign. Mm. Um, Taurus is ruled by Venus. So there's an element of pleasure, comfort, 
aesthetics, beauty, uh, like arts, the fine things in life. She came in on the solar eclipse. We were talking about Venus, weren't we? Yes, yeah. exactly. So Venus was conjunct. Mm. So that means it was in the same kind of like angle as um, the moon and the sun during the solar eclipse. Now it's not exactly conjunct, but Venus plays a part because it rules Taurus, the sign it's in. So in general, it is also about relations, relationships as well, especially because eclipses come in pairs. So what went on two weeks ago will still kind of be playing out right now in a slightly different way because two weeks ago was a little bit more deep brooding like emotion turmoil you know like some of the shadow aspects (laughs) yeah the misty fog (laughs) the misty fog exactly um whereas now a little bit more of a reality check bit more we're a bit more grounded in reality Mm -hmm. which i like a lot but that (laughs) might be because i am a sun taurus (laughs) So I'm in my happy space. But they do say when the moon is in Taurus, it is it is kind of happy. I don't know mm-hmm. what they mean exactly by happy, but it basically means that emotions are stable, which we all kind of, I think, strive to have like yeah. stable emotions. Yeah. It does mean emotions are stable, but because it's an eclipse, that's why it's happy yet it's also confused because it's going okay my emotions are stable but things are happening around me there's a lot going on still there will be events shocking events drawing events exciting events and my emotions want to stay stable because the moon is in Taurus so we want to stay in the Taurus spot so we're probably going to be instead of the kind of deep emotion or ter- emotional turmoil from the last one we're probably going to want to be focusing on how we can shift things like practically and the things that might have come up like from a couple of weeks ago oh yeah that kind of mm. yeah and i'm sure they're still simmering out and through mm. um because eclipses show major life events they're not just like the kind of monthly you know um moon cycles they're much more like major mm. so especially with lunar eclipses they concern endings and losses and conclusions closures completions uh similar to the full moon because it's like the culmination of the energy which is quite i've been feeling like Mm. in the past a few days quite content with sort of the end of some questions and thoughts and things that I've been going over and going round and round about and I felt quite sort of content in what I've decided and what I'm deciding even though it means the end of certain things it's feels right and it feels like exciting for the next chapter or next new things and whereas before it was like oh what what do we do what do I do um do this that go this way and it's like there's just this content I guess the balanced feeling Mm. even though it's things might be sort of changing and and end of the way certain things are it feels very content and balanced with that feeling yes and I think like it makes so much sense what you're just saying as well because we almost 
in a lot of moments of life we have to go through the emotions first before we can change any of our kind of material reality uh, so it it's it's about what we talked about before about sitting in the discomfort in the confusion weighing up all the options having too many options having too many ideas needing to do too many things the gemini <laughs> the gemini <laughs> Me. and now we're here going okay cool we've mapped out figured out maybe got some clarity potentially things have risen to the surface things are coming up from our unconscious and now what do we do with that how do we go after what we want how do we put in the plan of action to go forward and it's not maybe the way i phrased it sounds like easy cool great everything's amazing we're gonna just put in the plan of action and we're all gonna be great there's an air of tough love involved with taurus taurus is stubborn stubborn it can you know the sign can be self-centered not necessarily in a bad way but self-focused, so you can lean into that on the positive aspect of that, self-focused, amazing. Selfish is obviously the more negative aspect of that. But it also concerns the basics of survival. It's the second zodiac sign, so it's like number two rules the second house. And that that is all about the basics of survival. It's about our values, but it's also about food, our bodies, how we survive, you know, the water we need, the nutrition. Mm-hmm. It's about how to how to nurture ourselves and make sure we get nutrition as well as our physical materials the house we build around us the comfort the safe space so on a more collective level these are moments that uh we might see you know systems breaking down food shortages loss of housing things like that so there are some like quite uh, real scary material things going on which are going on <laughs> right now all exactly, of those things exactly are going on uh, so we will see that and continue to see that if we're thinking on more of a very personal like emotional level then it's a little bit more about your own goals and how you you know practice self-care but you know our personal is influenced by the public and mm-hmm. so we're gonna have that like mirrored energy going on as well so it's also about how we find our own like safe space within this big kind of chaotic environment where there are like material losses yeah well, how is there something that you have thought of like a place that you'd go to with that of how you would find that sort of safe space and um calm in the middle of the storm kind of thing mm. i've been thinking about the the metaphor of calm in the storm a lot actually <laughs> yeah and the first thing that came to my head as well uh, because taurus is all about self-care i was thinking about okay yeah self-care what does that mean though because it can be really personal and different to each person but i think ultimately there's something that's very important to have and that i'm also trying to cultivate more in my life is like intentional gratitude you know we a lot of us live and just work and are in this physical world and we don't really think much of it but actually everything around us is like fueling us and 
bringing nutrients to us and the people we surround ourselves with, the homes we have, the food we put in our bodies. And so to have gratitude for that is really honoring those things because they are very important. And oftentimes we don't know they're important until we're lacking them. Uh, or if we're, you know, getting a, a type that doesn't suit us. Yeah. Do you have ways that you practice gratitude? Mm. I actually, the, the other week, I was saying it to myself that I'm grateful for, and I haven't really ever done that. I just, I kind of feel like I, I am, I, I'm, I feel, um, very grateful and thankful and appreciate everything, and I don't, I don't feel like I take things for granted generally, and I, I think I um. I'm aware of when something has come into my life and but I, I have never really said or th- like thank you or I'm grateful and um, a while ago there was something I needed or wanted or I was sort of asking for and then when I was asking for it I was consciously saying oh, no, I'm grateful for whatever I will receive and when I receive it um, knowing that I would receive it and already saying I was grateful and it, I received it within like, hours <laughs> mm. um, and it was kind of a moment where I thought I haven't consciously been sort of grateful like that like outspoken mm-hmm. like, internally and it was quite powerful to say it out loud and think it out loud even though I feel it it brought another dimension to it actually putting it in my thoughts and in my voice and then I I was saying it to um, my boys in half term there was something I can't remember what it was and um, I was saying to them about how about feeling grateful and thankful and um, but not in a way or say or feel thankful it was more of a deeper Mm. thing and they just took it um in a really pure way it was really lovely it was really nice yeah Mm -hmm. definitely Mm. yeah i find um especially recently i think i find gratitude quite overwhelming Mm. as well like when you allow yourself to tap into that I feel like last time I really thought about it, I like burst into tears and I didn't realize how emotional I would be about Mm. just being grateful or just gratitude. Uh, But I think that kind of bringing that kind of energy into life and allowing yourself to experience that is really the kind of pure energy of gratitude. Like it's, we can say the words and then do we really feel? Because what is that? It's like love for life love for the things we have, love for the people around us. And I think I think I've only recently actually begun to like understand how meaningful that is. And how powerful a thought is rather than like an intentional thought, an intentional thing rather than like in going a little bit off tangents in a way, but when 
um, sometimes I think something. I think, oh no, I, actually I don't want that to happen. So I, I mm-hmm. quickly unthink it. Um, before that thought comes, I remember when when me and my friends all had our kids were babies and you'd say something like, oh, they slept through the night. And then they wouldn't the next night. That like Whatever you said that was happening that was good would quickly undo. And so you'd stop yourself from saying it. Or if you say, oh, this hasn't happened to me for a while, it would then happen. So I'd quickly almost swallow my thought. Mm. And it's amazing how powerful an intentional thought is. So powerful. And I think that's that kind of grounding into reality is what Taurus brings. You know, we have our, our... internal our thoughts our emotions everything going on and we can keep it all to ourselves and that's completely fine as well there's something about speaking it out and making it physical bringing it into the body bringing it into food you know uh something my mom always does at dinner we'll have our food out and we're not a religious family but before we eat she'll have us all say love and gratitude just to the food you just kind of bless the food a little bit and something about that to kind of bring it like make it physical Mm. bring it into the material world bring it like externalize it a little bit because i think you know people can believe in that it comes back to you comes full circle totally yeah and i was thinking about last time we talked about the solar eclipse we were talking about riding the wave because it's it was like heavy emotions you know water sign scorpio but for this lunar eclipse in taurus although the sun is still in scorpio so we do have still watery vibes in general but the moon being in taurus is like okay let's grab that let's hold that let's see what happens and for me that's giving a little bit more of stillness so i was thinking okay so we're riding the wave and i think the wave is constant and sometimes you're going to you're going to go up and down you know you're going to go through it and now can we find moments of stillness on the wave can we find moments where we pause where we can find grounding where we can like sink our feet into the sand mm. and maybe all of a sudden the water becomes shallow a bit we can you know the like <laughs> gloopy <laughs> gloppy sand yeah where it's like the mix of kind of it's drying but then it's still really wet that kind of sand that's what i, I was remember thinking when about. we were kids you always used to pick it up and like you yes. let it fall out of your hand yes. into the other and hand make these and little piles, piles. Yeah. <laughs> exactly i love the piles yeah. and they become these like palaces yeah yes you know? on the beach so i just went um to ibiza for um just under a week because uh, it was my boy's half term and there was one of those on the beach and it was a whole palace yes. of these things i was like oh my gosh i haven't seen that for so long it's, it's so fun. So amazing. Isn't that such like a great image for also what we're talking about? Yeah. In terms of like gratitude and what you're bringing into the physical world and what you're creating mm. just from, I mean, you could say sand's nothing. It's not nothing, but like you're creating something from, from the earth and you're, and also the imagination involved in that is really beautiful yeah. as well. I hadn't thought about this before and it goes back to when you are saying last week um, about in a few months maybe looking back at Mm. the different stages and different points because about a month ago maybe a few weeks ago I was saying how I felt like it was the stillness before the tsunami comes 
hmm. and that like the the water had gone out and there was this weird calmness but like something was about to happen not a mm. not a calm stillness but like a stillness where you're waiting for the thing to happen anticipation not, yeah but you don't know what's going to happen but you know something quite big and cool and huge is going to happen but you don't know when it's going to come and then so it'd be interesting to see when that was and what was happening in the astrology and in everything when I felt that Mm -hmm. because then when you were saying about riding wave that's when it all felt like the wave was like coming and all this amazing stuff was coming Mm. and then now it feels quite calm and contented but full yep yep so it's really fascinating to look back for sure Mm. and this is why I think around this time you know I don't think it's great you're feeling calm some people might not be (laughs) uh some people might still be on that chaotic wave yeah but it proves that there's a there's an opportunity yeah to find a calm there's an opportunity to find stillness I I even wrote down in my notes here when I was preparing I was thinking about all the ways we can connect to the earth element Mm. that can be like we just talked about the sand you know Mm. if you're around sand it can be crystals heat yeah I feel like I'm in the tunnel of the wave yeah I feel like I'm in the barrel okay Ooh. yeah interesting yeah I like that and so it's almost like that I've never been in a barrel of a wave I don't surf (laughs) (laughs) but I have this sort of idea in my head that there's like this water crashing around you but you're going through this really Mm. clear like moment but everything's crashing around you and you oh yes yes I see it I Mm. feel it yes Mm. Uh-huh. <laughs> so yeah. It's all like loads of really exciting things are crashing around you. Loads of my eyes have opened to things or you've caught the wave and now you're riding it and things are happening. But it's not the end. It's not like it's not the ah, end. Yeah, okay, yeah, no. we can sunbathe again. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't feel like the end. No. It, it really doesn't. It feels like it's like cl- a bit constant revelations. Yeah, and I was going to say clarity of things, like the revelations, yeah. Mm-hmm. Lots of revelations, just a lot of unpicking, unpacking, uh, unpacking the old, the mm. old versions. Because, you know, if if you choose to work on yourself in life and during this moment, you're going to see, wow, I'm unpacking all of these old things. This is the old versions of me. And they're being almost like, they're kind of, what's the best way to put it they're dissolving into the water some of those bits and you're getting new bits from the water mm. and as that is kind of going over you're like passing through mm. and you can see the it's like the light at the end of the tunnel type thing you can see the clarity through the little hole <laughs> whatever that is <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the tunnel thing <laughs> it would be cool actually to see it a film you know how when surfers have gopros on their head yeah to see actually what it looks like i think i have because i can really imagine it and so i feel like i've seen it i think i have Mm. but i feel like i've also been a kid just like playing under waves and like even small little crashes i feel like i've seen it from the front of the wave like a camera shooting a person coming along it or through it you want to i want to under it yeah i want to be in the tunnel yes i think we can find that 
Yeah. I don't know. It seems, feels like a tunnel. Yeah. It's like a tunnel of water. Barrel? A barrel? It might, you, yeah, you were calling it a barrel. It might be a barrel. Yeah. I don't know what else it would be. Like a taco. Like a burrito. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> you know. Something that curls. Uh, um, I was trying to think of another witty thing that curls, but no, I couldn't think of anything. Good, like a hair curl. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Superman's curl. Yeah. <laughs> Another thing about this um, lunar eclipse uh, is about, because it's Taurus, it's also about value, money, material. Money comes into that. So other astrologers have been saying, be sensual and sensible because Taurus is about the senses, the physical. So it's thinking about like connecting with our physical bodies, physical touch, relationships, but also being sensible sensible with our money, sensible with our boundaries. And what's also quite interesting is that a lot of people say you shouldn't do heavy manifestations on eclipses during any eclipses. Mm. And that's because basically they're like, why do it? Because it's out of your control. <laughs> eclipses are just going to like sweep the rug off, like out yeah. from under your feet. Yeah. And you're better off surrendering to that rather than trying to kind of have your hand in it and uh, manifest because mm. there are times that just kind of go, nope, the universe is in charge. Mm. We got you. Trust us. So, so that's... wait till the new moon, which is in what? Two weeks? Yeah. Yeah. Which is a good time to manifest. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Wait till the new moon, which chilled out a little bit more and we have yeah. a bit more personal power rather than the universe being like, nope. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Don't try. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so, you know, I think it's a great time to, instead of doing like heavy witchcraft rituals, it's better time to actually find some relaxation, some peace, some time with yourself, curl up, watch something. It doesn't hurt to do reflections, do art, do any of it at all. You should be connecting with yourself, but to kind of put in like intense wishes and intentions, mm. not the most constructive time to do that which is interesting because mm. you will feel like you want to especially like you're gonna f people often feel like on eclipses the energy can be quite volatile so they'll be like oh i want to take to the streets i want to go out and i want to see people and a lot of people like to do that and that's fair enough but there is usually a rise in like conflict because mm. everyone's going out <laughs> exactly everyone's going out to do that <laughs> being chaotic and actually it's, it's yeah because when you start to feel like you're feeling clarity or feeling that kind of thing, you're like, oh, okay, well, I'll do this, this, this. And you kind of can feel you want to go as far as you can with that clarity, with mm -hmm. that feeling. So, yeah. Give it time. Give it space. <laughs> Give it time, yeah. space. Find some grounding. Yeah. You know, feelings are heightened, but so are actions. And that's why it's probably best to, take a step back mm. i even wrote here be minimal simple <laughs> practice self-care <laughs> indulge in the simple pleasures mm. speaking of crystals <laughs> so what did you bring today um well i bought this amazing thing that's not mine i found it <laughs> um i just went downstairs to our room um, that we've got downstairs where we've been doing amazing 
sessions like Reiki and healing sessions and stuff. We just started there and starting to feel quite powerful in there. And so I went to get the clock, <laughs> nothing to do with the crystals. I went to get the clock and um, there um, was like shining up at me saying, take me was um, one of Natasha's. Thanks, Natasha. <laughs> um, uh, um, what's it called? The preziolite. Preziolite. I need to ask B how I pronounce it. Preziolite. Um, and um, I think she was using it yesterday. And it's amazing. It's green. It's a green amethyst. Um, some people call it green quartz, green amethyst. And this one is double terminated, which means it's got pointed either at both ends and it's so clear and the green is like perfect it's really pale green and it's um just clear all the way through and it's got tiny little rainbows and so i've just looked up looked it up to see what it is and it says it promotes intuitive capability um well actually first of all it said it was from brazil but also found in poland which is really strange because um just before we started this podcast um some people came into the store and we were talking about poland and i don't normally talk talk about poland but also my great grandparents are from poland and then i go downstairs and pick this up and that's where it's from synchronicities yeah um and it says it promotes intuitive capability um and transformative energies and a link of links the energy of the heart to the crown and um probably for about well i did a course with amazing selda goodwin um with sound bowls and it really started to open up my feelings about intuit intuitiveness intuitive and i know i've got um intuition and i feel it and i um am open to it but it was very much since then lots of signs and lots of things and lots of feelings about really trusting to open up and trusting what i feel and see um and really surrendering isn't the right word but really i can't think of the word like but settling into yeah releasing into. yeah um and so it's really interesting that, that, that that's what this it's is beautiful for. as well. Yeah. It also matches the chair you're sitting in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I love this color as well. It's, it's probably gorgeous one of my color. favorite colors. And it matches my matcha. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well. It's a nice pale green. Yeah. It does. Mm. And and then I was like, oh, should I look around for another crystal? And I was like, nope. That mm-hmm. one. Just that one. Perfect. Oh, mm. I, I went, you went minimal, <laughs> which was my advice for this lunar eclipse. I did not because I am a hoarder as a Taurus. We like our things, we like our objects. And I brought in, well, first sitting with me, I have this little tiger's eye mini heart. Very cute. It's for strength, courage. And then I have a kyanite, a piece of raw kyanite sitting in front of me, which I was just thinking, earth connected to the body. Mm. It's a really good body healer. I feel like I need that. And then I just threw a bunch of carnelian in the middle of because <laughs> it was giving me taurus vibes again put this really nice um pyramid 
with all the bands, the like white and orangey mm. sunset kind of bands, uh, like fire agate. Uh, and then I put little tumble stones around it to make it a little grid. pretty. <laughs> <laughs> but interesting, all, they're all different shapes as well. You've got the heartlight mm. polish and then the, with the rough kyanite. And, um, and then the pyramid of the carnelian fire agate. I'm really picky when it comes to shapes with crystals, mm. I find. Something about it. Mm. But yes. It's cool. And the kyanite's like the wave. Mm. And then the carnelian's the sand. <gasps> What's the tiger's eye? I think the tiger's eye is me. <laughs> yeah, I was just about to say that. As well. oh, that's weird. Stop. <laughs> Beautiful. Amazing. Fantastic. I love it. Me too. Well, let cool. us know uh, if you have any favorite crystals that you're thinking of, if or any questions really as well. We should write more on the Instagram to see if people have questions for the yeah. next episode. And if you have any questions from this, we can answer them on the next episode as well. Yes. And you can also leave reviews wherever you're listening. It might be Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Pretty sure you can leave a review on any of those. Uh, and yeah, let us know what you think. Cool. We'll see you next time. Thanks see for listening. You. Bye. Bye-bye.